Greetings, everyone. This is Terry Naturally with another edition of Terry Talks Nutrition. We're here every Saturday and Sunday morning from 8 o'clock until 9 o'clock Central Standard Time. And we are here primarily for you. We want to share scientific, evidence-based information that you can use to improve your quality of life. All of our choices can influence our health or undermine our health, destroy our health over time. The food, our food, is our medicine, not drugs. We don't need drugs. Now, I'm not saying stop your drugs. I'm not saying go off your drugs. That's entirely up to you and your doctor. But we have lived for millions of years with food as the basic foundation of our health. We need vitamins and minerals. We need all the accessory compounds that are found in food. And they are preventative, curative, restorative of our health. Drugs do not restore our health. Drugs do not improve our health. They may buy us time. And maybe in that time, you should be improving your health by improving your choices. It's up to you and I. There's no one else that can improve our health. We make the decisions as to how we want to live. You want to live a party-side life? Having a party every day? Drinking too much? Smoking? Eating junk food? Laying on the couch? Those are the things that destroy our health over time. A few days of that, not going to make a big difference. Once in a while, not going to make too much of a difference either. But for those that do it every day, a junk food diet, four or five cans of soda with high fructose corn syrup, sugar, garbage, fast food, and all the ultra-processed foods and all of the deli meats that are preserved with nitrates that can cause cancer of the stomach. We don't have to eat these. We don't have to live that lifestyle. But for those that choose it, must know the consequences that it can destroy your health. The doctor can't improve your health. The doctor's routine is to write out a script for you, which is okay. It may buy you some time. It may help save your life. Drugs are life-saving. But they're not improving your health. They're not improving the nutritional side of your health. So we're here just to help you understand more as to how you can improve your health. No one else does. The CDC does not. The World Health Organization does not. The MA does not. Doctors do not. Drug companies do not. Nobody tells you 
that you can have a better, healthy lifestyle if you choose. All life is choices. Everything we do is a choice. Choose better, and you'll have better health. And today, we have a variety of excellent topics. We're going to first talk about cancer prevention in dogs. What can we do to help our loved ones, our four-legged furry friends, prevent cancer? And then I'm going to tell you how to help your kids get ready for cold and flu season. And then we'll learn how to fight cancer, especially skin cancer, with olive oil. And then is your phone giving you carpal tunnel, carpal tunnel syndrome? And you know, sleep is really so important. And at every age and every stage of our life, sleep is critical. And then here's another study I just ran across. Remember I mentioned about ultra-processed foods that really are garbage, which makes up the huge amount of packaged, canned, and frozen foods in your supermarket. And there's another study as to how terrible the ultra-processed foods are for your health. Yes, they're convenient. They're cheap. Doesn't take much to prepare them for a meal. So everybody wants to jump on them because it's easy. Life's not easy. Gaining new health is not easy. But it can be done, absolutely, no matter what age, what condition. So we have a lot more to cover today and probably won't get through all of the topics anyway. So let's talk about our dogs. I have a beautiful Australian Shepherd. Her name is Bella. She's 13 years old and runs like crazy. Just as happy, no pain, no hip dysplasia, wonderful and good shape. She has never had any junk food. She has never had any table scraps. We can't feed her what we eat because, because it's been proven that what we eat causes diseases. So why would we want to give it to our, our dogs? So here are some cancer statistics in dogs. And this is according to the best data that we have today. One in four dogs will get cancer. 25%. Half of all dogs over age 10 will die with or from cancer. Some breeds of dogs are particularly prone to cancer. Rottweilers, boxers, German shepherds, poodles, and golden retrievers. 
over 60% of all golden retrievers will die from cancer. These are statistics. Common types of cancer in dogs include melanoma, mast cell, a type of skin cell, cancer and osteocarcinoma, bone cancer. This, these are the best statistics that we have today. And diet and exercise. Not only important for you and I, but also for your pet. And diet. Feed your pet the best quality of food you can. And try to avoid lawn chemicals. I don't spray anything around my yard that is a synthetic chemical. I use organic sprays that are non-toxic on some of my flower bushes. But the dandelions can grow like crazy. Don't want to spray them anyway. They're a flower. They're an herb. They're not a weed. I love them. Studies have linked to lawn chemicals that are professionally applied pesticides that have increased the risk of bladder cancer and lymphoma in dogs. And then what about exercise for your dog? Well, according to a 2014 data 53% of all dogs and 58% of all cats are overweight or obese. Now, that's not surprising. Why is that not surprising? Because 50% of all Americans are obese. And if anyone eats a diet, and a lifestyle that causes them to be obese, they're going to share their lifestyle with their pets. So dogs, 53% of all dogs are obese. 58% of cats are overweight or obese. That's just in line with humans. And what is obesity cause. You know, just being fat doesn't mean you're overweight. It means you're sick. And that's why you have more cold and flu and more COVID-19 and more viral infection, more bacterial infection, more fungal infection. Because the extra pounds are not just extra pounds. Both in humans and pets, those extra pounds lead to more inflammation and oxidative stress and then lead to cancer, heart disease, diabetes, and makes arthritis problems worse. 
Now, if I did not tell you I was talking about pets right now, it almost seems like I'm talking about a human, right? Same thing. Our four little friends, four-legged friends, I should say, our furry friends, when they're overweight, that fat cell that's involved with overweight or obesity is continually spewing out inflammation. And the oxidative stress and the ensuing inflammation cause all of our diseases. 98% of all of our diseases for humans and pets are caused by oxidative stress. And one of the most common oxidative stress factors is diet. So we are having inflammation all the time. Now, if you slam your finger in the car door, ooh, that's going to really hurt. And when you look at your finger, it's swollen up twice the size. It aches and hurts, has pain. It's hot to the touch. That's inflammation. Inflammation goes to that area of damage of the injury to improve the healing process. Inflammation is not bad. I see so many reports on inflammation, the cause of disease. Inflammation is not the cause of disease. Inflammation is a healing process. It's not bad. It's good. So when you, figure, when you slam your finger in the car door, you see inflammation at hand. It is the process to heal that finger. Now, if you slam your finger in the car over and over and over and over again, it would be pretty dumb, wouldn't it? But we live a lifestyle that causes inflammation over and over and over and over again. And the number one cause is diet. Excessive carbohydrates and sugar cause oxidative stress. And when we have injury to our body, injury to our joint, injury to our cells, injury to our tissues, then inflammation comes to heal it. But we don't stop eating that junk diet. Like, we would never slam the finger in a car door 20 times. That would be stupid. But we eat the same stupid diet over and over again, causing inflammation and oxidative stress. So now we have a chronic lifetime of inflammation. And that in time damages tissue, joints. And now we have heart disease, diabetes, arthritis, cancer, whether it be a pet, dog, cat, or human. So the bottom line for your canine or your cat Get up and get yourself pets moving. Get them on a good diet, good quality of food. Stop the table scraps. Stop the ice cream. 
stop all the junk that we would eat. Yes, they'll love it. But in time, it's going to damage their body as much as it damages our body. So we want to avoid that. Think about your pet. Now, what can we do for prevention? Both in humans and pets. Curcumin. C-U-R-C-U-M-I-N. Curcumin. Not turmeric. Why? Well, there's a very special form of curcumin called BCM95 that has been successfully and effectively tested on cancer prevention and research. And it is safe and effective for both dogs and cats. And in the research, it stops cancer cell formation, causes cellular multiplication replication, and spreading of cancer. In cell studies, exposure to curcumin reduced canine bone cancer cell proliferation by up to 70%. In overweight cats, supplementation with an enhanced absorption curcumin for eight weeks significantly reduced certain markers of inflammation. Now, this is for you and your pet. Both can use the same thing. Curcumin is curcumin. And curcumin is 500 times, not all curcumin, not all curcumin is the same. Because curcumin is very, very difficult to be absorbed systemically. That means when you swallow it, it goes down into your stomach, into your gut. Now, if you can't get that curcumin out of your gut through the lining of the intestinal tract into the blood, where then it can circulate throughout the entire body and nourish the cells, all cells, all tissue, all bones, it's not going to do any good. So curcumin BCM95, remember that number, BCM95. Excuse me, <clears throat> I'm getting too excited. <laughs> BCM95. It is 500 times stronger than turmeric. And the price, it, when, you, when, you, when, you, when you know that it's 500 times more effective and stronger, but it doesn't reflect the price. Yes, it's more expensive than turmeric, but nowhere near the benefits because you're not paying 500 times more. Yes, a little bit more, but it's well worth it. Now, in overweight cats, Supplementation with enhanced absorption curcumin for just eight weeks significantly reduced certain markers of inflammation. 
and oxidative stress and the ensuing inflammation based on the damage caused by oxidative stress is a root cause of cancer. Cancer. They're spending billions and billions, if not trillions of dollars, looking for cancer cures. And we cause cancer every day by how we live. Just think about this. Smoking causes cancer. Obesity causes cancer. Now between the two, they cause 70, 70, 70% of all cancer. So why aren't they telling the people about that? Rather than spending trillions of dollars on cancer cures, and cancer, there will never be a drug to cure cancer because we cause cancer all the time because we smoke. We come in contact with chemicals, pesticides, toxic materials, and obesity. We can stop smoking. We can lose weight. We don't need to be obese or overweight. And we can reduce the oxidative stress and inflammation and reduce 70% of all cancers by making better choices. Now, just like people, curcumin is not well absorbed in animals, nor in people. So in dogs and people, combining curcumin with turmeric essential oils increased the absorption by seven times, 700% over plain curcumin. And a really good dosage for dogs. 375 milligrams of curcumin for a small, a small dog. And a 750 milligram for a large dog they're non-toxic. There's no side effects. Easy to give. They're in small, soft-gel capsules. Dogs can easily swallow them. And you can wrap them in a little bead if you want. Wrap them in a little peanut butter if you want. Or a little butter. Now, this is a huge bonus. Because of curcumin's anti-inflammatory effects, it is also a great option. Talking about curcumin being a great option. As for a painkiller, relieving pain, such as arthritic pain in both pets and humans, we're the same. You feed us junk food, and we're going to gain weight, become obese, and we'll have all kinds of diseases. The same for our pets. We feed our pets junk food, and they'll have the same kinds of diseases. So work together. Change your diet, change your pet's diet. That's the best thing you can do.
Now the cold and flu season is just around the corner. For many, it's already started. And how, you know, you're sending your kids to school, sniffling, runny nose, coughing. How do you get your kids ready to protect them and prevent cold and flu? It can be done easily. One of the most common infections now among children is the respiratory infection. The lungs, bronchitis, sinusitis. Cases, cases of respiratory infections in kids is rising rapidly. Respiratory infections typically go up in the winter. But this year's increase has started earlier and stronger than usual. In late October, over 70%, 70, 70% of pediatric hospital beds in the U.S. were full. Most respiratory infections in kids usually can be treated at home. But remember, any child who is having difficulty breathing, always see your doctor. You don't want to let you don't want to let it go till it's too complicated and too difficult to treat at home. If there's any reason for you to doubt, you should definitely see your physician. It's the best thing to do. But you can build a safe, natural immune for kids. You know, your immune system, as I always try to explain it, is like the army of a country. The army is there to protect a given country against a foreign invasion. So it's equipped with radar, the best Navy, the best Air Force, the best Army, the best Marines. They're there as the tools to stop an invasion. And your immune system has the tools, like B cells, T cells, all these tools to prevent a foreign invasion of a virus or bacteria. Keep that in mind, folks. I've got to leave it for a few moments. I'll be back. Don't go away. I have to pause here for a few seconds to let some commercials be, be aired. And I'll come right back here on Terry Talks Nutrition. I'm Terry Naturally. And welcome back, my friends. This is Terry Naturally. And this is Terry Talks Nutrition. Just as a reminder, if you want to learn more and follow me a little bit longer and more deeply, go to my website, terrytalksnutrition.com. There you can learn more about who we are and what we are trying to do. And you'll learn more about the radio show, the website, the newsletter, podcast. We try to teach and help you learn more about 
making changes of your health. It's all a choice. You don't have to go to my website, but I suspect if you're listening to this show, I don't think you're just trying to waste an hour. I think you're trying to learn something that's going to make a difference. And we're here trying to make a difference. We want to share with you what you can do for a healthier, better life. For you, your family, your pets, all of that all wrapped into one. So right now we're trying to help boost safely the immune system for kids. This is the cold and flu season. You're going to see a lot of kids miss school. I think the past two years, it has been a huge mistake not to help people understand more about their immune health and how they can use supportive vitamins and minerals to build up the immune system. As I mentioned earlier in the preceding half hour, our immune system is like the army of a country. It's there to protect the country. Our immune system is in our body to protect our body from a foreign invasion by a bacteria or virus or a fungus. And we can make our body stronger, much stronger, with the right tools. to build our immune system and to block block the uptake because we can be we can be everybody is bombarded with viral infection or a virus but if we are well equipped in our immune function we block the uptake of the virus it doesn't enter the cells and take up a home in our body it is blocked. And one of the best substances for blocking the uptake of the virus or bacteria is elderberry. Elderberry. And along with other vitamins and minerals that are especially critical for the immune system. You can look at any medical textbook. If you learn what is necessary to maintain a healthy immune function, you're going to find that our body needs substantial levels of vitamin A, not beta carotene. It can become vitamin A, but in many cases, it does not. So rely on straight vitamin A, vitamin C, vitamin D3, vitamin E, and zinc and selenium. These nutrients are required by the body to maintain a healthy immune function. Now, if you're missing one or two of these, you're going to be in dire shape to have a better peak optimal level immune function. Two billion people worldwide are deficient in zinc and selenium. These are critical to block 
the virus. Elderberry is strongly antiviral and has been shown to reduce the severity and the duration of the respiratory infection. And elderberry does not overstimulate the immune system. It does not, it does not affect autoimmune disease. So the dosage for kids on elderberry is about 50 milligrams up to three times daily with the additional vitamins and minerals. It's a great combination. It's a great formulation for kids. So use the elderberry with the vitamins and minerals up to three times daily to boost the quality and the health of the immune system. And another one that I like a lot for kids is propolis. Propolis is a bee product. B-E-E, bee product. That has very powerful antiviral and antibacterial effects. It's a multi-antimicrobial. It kills all pathogens. And it is shown in clinical research to reduce symptoms and duration of the respiratory tract infections in kids. Especially useful for ear infections. One study found that over a 50% reduction in the incidence of upper respiratory tract infections and ear infections in kids treated with propolis. Propolis is not a bee product. In order for the bees to maintain a healthy colony, they go out and they gather materials from plant life, like trees, buds, shrubs, flowers. And what they're gathering are compounds called polyphenols. And they bring these polyphenols from the plant life into the colony and mix it with glue, excuse me, mix it with beeswax, which forms like a glue or a putty. And they use this putty to seal the cracks and crevices of the hive. So no foreign invasion can be entering the colony. It blocks the uptake of a viral infection or a bacterial infection in the hive. The material is not made by the bees, but gathered by the bees, like they gather pollen. And the best dosage for kids is about 100 milligrams a day of propolis that has been studied for upper, upper, upper respiratory tract infections. About 100 milligrams daily. So elderberry with all the immune supportive vitamins and minerals like vitamin A, C, D3, E, zinc, and selenium. A good formulation, a good combination. I recommend it highly for children. And propolis. Propolis is a wonderful bee product that has a multi 
antimicrobial effect throughout the body. Kills off viruses, bacteria, and fungus infection. So you can make your kids healthy. But remember, get the kids off sugar. Get the kids off soft drinks. All these viruses and bacteria feed on sugar. And it undermines the immune system. And it causes inflammation. Sugar is not a food. It does so much damage to the body that it's responsible for many of our diseases today. Now here's something you may not have heard. That olive oil has been researched as a treatment for skin cancer. Melanoma. Melanoma is the most dangerous type of skin cancer. About 5% of skin cancers are melanomas. About 70 to 80% of deaths from skin cancers are due to melanoma. Melanoma is so dangerous because it is a very quickly and likely to spread throughout the body if not treated early. So if you suspect skin cancer or a sore that doesn't heal, see your doctor. The earlier it is caught, the better survival rate. Cell studies have shown that compounds in olive oil can stop melanoma cells from replicating and spreading throughout the body. Here's a new study I ran across, which followed 91 people with advanced melanoma who were also being treated with anti-cancer drugs, some of whom followed a Mediterranean diet with increased intake of olive oil, nuts, and fish. And the result of this new study Versus patients who ate a standard American diet, especially those who ate a high amount of processed meats, that's like deli meats, bacon, all those that are processed and preserved with nitrates, and then another group of patients on the Mediterranean diet. Those on the Mediterranean diet and olive oil responded better to treatment, had more participants who were still alive with no worsening of their cancer after a year, called a progression-free survival, had fewer side effects from the cancer drugs, so this is a way to protect your health in your body from melanoma, a very toxic form of cancer. So switching to the Mediterranean type diet, 
or the ketogenic diet or the paleo diet and extra olive oil, you'll have a better survival rate of all types of disease. Carpal tunnel syndrome, that ache and pain in the wrist, where the little tunnel that goes through that channel with nerves causing pain. Many people wear a brace on their forearm down to their wrist because you have so much ache. Some people have surgery. The surgery is very rarely successful. The pain does not subside. And now they're finding that your phone can also give you this carpal tunnel syndrome. So can you get carpal tunnel syndrome from your phone? Well, it looks like it. Tingling and numbness is a pinched nerve in the wrist that causes pain, numbness, tingling, and weakness. A new study looked at 95 people newly diagnosed with carpal tunnel syndrome and assessed how often they used a smartphone. Results. Using a smartphone for two hours. Now, that's not, you know, people go far beyond two hours. And your phone can tell you how many hours you are on the phone. Check that. So using a smartphone for two hours or more a day was associated with five times higher odds of developing carpal tunnel syndrome. Holding a smartphone with two hands increased odds of carpal tunnel syndrome almost eight times higher than holding a phone in one hand. People who used a phone primarily for texting and chatting were more likely to develop carpal tunnel syndrome than those that were using it for games, photos, and reading. So a phone can also cause painful conditions in your wrist and your hands. Now, how do you relieve Carpal tunnel syndrome. How do you get rid of the tingling of the nerves, tingling of the hands, fingers? And sometimes your hand goes numb holding a phone. There is natural relief. Actually, it has been proven even more successful than surgery. So to relieve carpal tunnel syndrome, I would suggest 10 milligrams of a special form of vitamin B6, a more safe form and a more effective form of B6 called P5P. P like Peter, 5, P like Peter. 
P5P, plus 100 milligrams of magnesium glycinate chelate, and 5 milligrams of zinc glycinate chelate. That is a serving size, and you want to take that serving size up to four times daily with food. So four times dosage, like 400 milligrams then of magnesium, 20 milligrams of zinc, and 40 milligrams of P5P. This type of treatment was found in a study that when treatment for carpal tunnel syndrome included B6 from the P5P, B6 by itself can be toxic. You can get too much B6. And too much B6 actually gives you the same damage as what you're trying to repair with B6. So there's a much safer form of B6. And that's what I call P5P, pyrodox, pyrodoxal phosphate. When people are taking the P5P, 68% of patients experience symptom relief versus only 14% of patients whose treatment did not include P5P. Treatment with P5P, which is the biologically active form of vitamin B6, for several weeks allowed patients to avoid the need for surgery. In a separate study, that was conducted to show the difference between surgery and P5P. Some nutritional experts think that up to 90%, 90% of carpal tunnel syndrome cases can be cured with P5P, the biologically active form of vitamin B6. The very special form, just not B6. Sleep. How I enjoy sleep. I try to get eight to nine hours of sleep every night. Getting less, you know, everybody puts their phone on charge when they go to bed at night. And you know, we need to go to bed at night to charge as well. Sleep is like plugging in our charger for our human body. And it's very important at every age of our life. So are you over 50 years of age and trying to get by on five hours of sleep or less a night? You definitely are putting yourself at risk for a healthy body and lifestyle. A new study looked at over 8,000 people for 25 years. Great study, a long study to be able to evaluate the analysis of it. Evaluating them at ages 50, 60, and 70. And the results 
versus getting at least seven hours of sleep. That's a minimum. Seven hours is a minimum. Eight to nine is optimal. Eight to nine hours of sleep is optimal per night. And those that slept five hours per night were 30% more likely to be diagnosed with multiple chronic diseases at age 50. And 40% more likely to be diagnosed with multiple chronic diseases at age 70. So sleep is restorative. It's healthy. It's just not diet. A whole lifestyle includes a healthy lifestyle, a healthy diet, exercise, walking or kettlebell swings, kettlebell squats, weight bearing exercises, walking, swimming, biking, and sleep. We need sleep to recharge our bodies. So how do you get your best sleep? Well, medications prescribed for insomnia, like benzodiazepines, are bad for your brain and can be addictive. And then drugs like Benadryl, which is one brand name, can increase the risk of dementia by as much as 50%. Now here's, these drugs are really, really bad. When you have a chronic use for these benzodiazepines, like Xanax is one brand name, can increase the risk of dementia by over 90%. Now, this is a study that if you use Xanax or Valium for 184 days, now those days could be all done consecutively or periodically until you reached 184 days of use. There was enough time from Xanax and Valium to cause a damage of the brain that would increase the risk of Alzheimer's disease by over 90%. So how do you get for a healthy, natural, healthy sleep? I love melatonin. And I take about 20 milligrams of melatonin at dusk to help recite your natural sleep cycle. Not an hour before bedtime, not two hours before bedtime, but at sunset. Sunset is when our body adjusts to the sleep cycle, to the circadian rhythm. So I recommend anywhere from five to 20 milligrams of melatonin. I use 10 milligrams of a quick release melatonin. And then I use, along with that, to make up 20 milligrams, a 10 milligrams of a sustained release. The sustained release gives you five to seven hours 
of activity from melatonin. Melatonin has a half-life. Any substance that has a half-life, all do, all of the, they all do have a half-life. That means 50% is no longer effective at a certain period of time. And melatonin half-life is 35 to 45 minutes. So I take the quick release and then also the sustained release, which releases up to five to seven hours throughout the night. So if you have to get up through the night to check on the kids or go to the bathroom, more than likely you'll throw a light on. Or maybe even your kids sleep with a nightlight. All light stops the production of melatonin. And melatonin is not just for sleep. There are 28,000 studies on melatonin that improves how melatonin functions, not only for sleep, but as a very powerful antioxidant, very powerful anti-inflammatory. It boosts the immune system. It prevents cancer and treats cancer. Now, alternative doctors are giving 100 milligrams of melatonin to breast cancer patients. So I would take 5 to 20 milligrams at dusk to help reset your natural sleep cycle. And then there's another wonderful combination that I like as well. It's an essential oil combination containing mandarin orange, lemon balm, lavender, and raven to ease anxiety and relieve insomnia. This is the best way other than using a drug. Don't use a drug. Try to use something natural first. Drugs have side effects. Try to do a natural approach, natural protocol, before you have to resort to a drug. Drugs have a consequence. Try to avoid it. And with that, my friends, we're wrapping up today's program. I'll be back here tomorrow, 8 o'clock till 9 o'clock Central Standard Time. So in this, in this week coming up, do all some of these things to improve the quality of your health and say a prayer for this crazy, crazy world. God bless you, my friends, and God bless this great country. Thank you for listening to Terry Talks Nutrition Weekly Show. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform, including Apple, Google, and iHeartRadio.